Okay, the topic today is worship, and we're going to talk about that, but the first thing I'd like to do is read Hafez. And he says, Once, somebody asked me, Why do saints seek divine annihilation and are often humble and like to spend their free time upon their knees? I replied, it is a simple matter of etiquette. And they said, what do you mean, Hafez? Well, I continued, when one goes into a mosque or a temple, is it not common to remove what covers your feet? So too does it happen with this whole mind and body. This is something like a shoe sole. And when one begins to realize upon whom you are really standing, one begins to remove the shoe from the temple. It's good. Yeah. Mm. And what brought it up was a reading from The Secret of Secrets, the chapter about inner and outer worship. Mm. And so the word worship really kind of confused me. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what that means. What are your thoughts? Well, when, when you say the word worship, a different. Um... Yeah, different things come to mind in terms of yeah, people worship different things, uh, especially when it comes to the external world, thinking about it a little bit more deeply about worship of the heart. Yeah, that can be also worship, you know, worshiping Allah can be an external thing, a formal thing where, you know, you go to the mosque or you pray, you do salat, you do zik or whatever it is, but maybe the deeper worship of being with your heart on an internal basis and being with Allah is a deeper type of worship. Good. Very good. Okay. The first thing that came to my mind is respect. Mm -hmm. So the image I've got in my head right now is from Salat when you've got your head on the floor. You're you're basically being, in my mind anyway, you're, you're being... You're lowering yourself, so you're trying to put it in words, sorry. Um, basically, you're saying that Allah is more important than you. Yes, very good. Well, I had a definition here. The etymology of it comes from Old English, which meant worth and one who is worthy, and then the definition coming to be more about showing, like you say, respect and uh, giving that person, uh, admiring that thing, or I think respect is a really good way of 
talking about it. Now I'm going to read from The Secret of Secrets about inner worship. It says here, just like you were saying, Alameen, true worship is the worship of the heart. Bingo. Well done. If one's heart is heedless of true worship, the ritual prayer of the material self is in disorder. When this happens, the peace of the material self that one hopes to attain from ritual prayer is not realized. That is why the prophet, peace be upon him, says, ritual worship is only possible with a quiet heart. Prayer is the supplication of the created to the creator. It's a meeting of the servant and Lord. The place of this meeting is the heart. If the heart is closed, heedless and dead, so is the meaning of worship. No good comes to the material being from such a prayer. For the heart is the essence of the body, the rest is dependent upon it. As the prophet says, peace be upon him, quote, there is a piece of meat in a person's body. When it is in a good state, the whole being improves. And when it is in a bad state, the whole being falls apart. Beware, that piece of meat is the heart. Prayer prescribed by the religion is to be performed at specific times. Within a day and night, there are five such specific times of prayer. And the best way of doing them is to perform them in a mosque, in a congregation. So, But it says without hypocrisy and not for the approval of others and without ostentation. The time for inner worship, though, is timeless and endless for the whole life here and in the hereafter. The mosque for this prayer is the heart. The congregation is the inner faculties which remember and recite the names of the of the unity of Allah and the language of the inner world. The leader of this prayer is the irresistible wish. The direction of prayer is toward the oneness of Allah, which is everywhere, and his eternal nature and his beauty. The true heart is the one who can perform such a prayer. A heart like this neither sleeps nor dies. A heart and soul like this are in continuous worship. And a being with such a heart, whether he appear awake or asleep, is in constant service. The inner worship of the heart is their whole life. There is no longer the sound of recitation, nor standing, bowing, prostrating, or sitting. His guide, the leader of, the, of his prayer, is the prophet himself. He speaks with the law most high, saying, Thee do we serve, and thee do we beseech for help. These divine words are interpreted as a sign of the state of the perfect human, who passes from being nothing, being lost to material things, into a state of oneness. Such a perfect heart receives great blessings from the divine. One of these blessings is mentioned by our master, the prophet, peace be upon him. Quote, the prophets and those who are beloved by Allah continue their worship in their graves 
as they did in their houses while they were of this world. In other words, the eternal life of the heart continues its supplications to Allah Most High. So, ritual worship and then worship of the heart. That is absolutely spot on, Alameen. And Rukaya, the idea of, of showing the truth, the respect that it deserves, and that worth, I think is really important. Now, how do we apply that in daily life? That's a question. Can you, how do we apply worship in daily life, Sheikh? Did you ask? Yeah, the inner, the inner, oh. yeah. Mm. Lukaya, you are thinking things. I'm remembering something that you taught me recently that's um, been really helpful in taking the weight off my brain. Um, <laughs> and alhamdulillah, it's <clears throat> reminding myself that this is Allah doing the thing. So it's Allah driving the car, Allah engaging in sobat, Allah making the tea, Allah doing the work. And it means that the eye is taken out and it's respecting and worshipping the fact that we are just the hands. Allah is the one who's in charge and in control and all of those things. Um, and it means that for me personally, I get out of my head a lot more. I'm, I'm able to let go of the stress of like, oh, I've got to do this and this and this and this and this. And if I go, okay, so there's things to do, but Allah's doing them. It's not I, it's not the brain I. It's I'm the monkey suit and Allah is working from my heart. And doing the things. Oh, you've grown up. Oh, my goodness. It's <laughs> <laughs> life so much easier when Allah's in charge and takes over because I don't have to do any of the work. Yeah, it's kind of like, I, yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Shukran. Thanks for teaching me that, Sheikh. It's, it's been incredibly helpful. Yes. Yes, I understand. Um, now, the, the other way to do that is to imagine your shake doing it. Whatever way works for you. Uh, there was a number of times my, my shake said, I was going into negotiations for a divorce. And he said, just, just let me do it. And I went, uh, okay. This is, and it worked perfectly. He, his his, his uh, directive was basically, he said, just don't get into anything personal. I'll be, I'll, I got you covered. It, and everything worked out just fine. It was, it was the best divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I had out of, out of three of them or more. I'm not sure. Once you get yourself out of the way, it's a lot easier to see the choices and the consequences. Very good. So I'm sorry I inter interrupted you, Alameen. Go ahead. No, no, thanks for a Kai. It's a nice reminder of uh, of getting out of the way. That's worship in in your daily activities. If yeah. you say, especially when things get crunchy, mm. 
that an appropriate word for complicated? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a very appropriate word, Shake. It's it's messy and crunchy is a really good one. Ah. Mm. Um, that you go, okay, Ella, not a clue. You take over and drive because I, I don't know how to do this. So by by removing yourself, you, you are no longer emotionally and sentimentally connected with with outcomes nor are you looking for approval mm. others you're trying to do the best thing given the situation mm. especially the more that you can connect with your heart the heart is able to see more of the picture than our little brain can so it's really helpful to to get more work more from that state than it is to try and do it with the onboard computer. Because mm. what we have onboard is just what we've put into it. That and the old programming of survive at any cost. Mm. Garbage in, garbage out. As you say, Shane. Yeah, and plus, plus, uh, plus, there's the like I'm saying the old, the old memory. Mm. What's that? The medulla or the hippocampus? Where, where it's the lizard brain? That it's all about survival. The reptilian brain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I forget what it's called. There's a new, new philosophy coming out now, both from basically from the from uh, physics. It's not metaphysics, it's physics. And what the current view is, is that the entire universe is conscious. Mm. And that everything that happens is aware. The things that, even things that we don't think can be aware, are aware. Why they think this is because from dealing with quantum situations it turns out everything changes when it's observed interesting therefore the universe must be for it to be it needs to be observing itself my brain's being reminded of how we think about the fact that Allah is in everything there you go. Exactly. And, yeah, it makes so much sense that it might not be an, alive in the way that humans are alive. No. But rocks, for example, are changing and forming over millions and millions of years, but it's still an alive. And by the transformation of a rock to dirt, to soil, to a tree, to roots, to leaves, then it... In that sense, yeah, it's alive. Mm. We just don't, we're just too fast to, to, <laughs> yes. to, to see the, the metamorphosis. Mm. And, and, and therefore, all the stuff that's happening in the universe is on, you know, billions of years in time and we don't get to see that we just see this little camera click 
Oh, that was life. And, mm-hmm. that's what it is. and you really can't, and when you think about it, you really can't surmise anything from a snapshot. Plus, all the other things going on in this period of time, which is basically apocalyptical, that you still have a code. It doesn't matter what's happening outside. It's always going to be some kind of catastrophe, crisis, political upheaval, a war, climate change. It's going to be something. Our job is to do our best. That's all Allah is looking for. Is this your best? I gave you these elements for you to work with. You're good at this and you're not so good at that. So, you know, learn how to work with what you got. Use your strengths to help your weaknesses and help each other. For God's sakes, you're not independent. Mm-hmm. You know, these people who talk about being independent, I, I, I wonder, really? You made that shirt? <laughs> did you make your shoes? How did you get here? Did you make your car or the bus? You know, fantastic. Good for you. What was it like mining and digging up all that ore and turning it into metal and, and all that engineering required to make a an engine? Mm. Wow, fantastic. Now, we are totally interdependent on each other. So why don't we do the best we can and help each other? So smiling, being of good and positive cheer when you're with people, uh, even when it's kind of like you're going about your business, giving somebody a smile, for example, that can really change a person's attitude. You know, giving giving, giving that feeling of, of Positivity, passing it forward, passing it on to me. Now we're doing something. We're helping. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It can be encouragement, support. Uh, like I say, just a smile sometimes or, or an encouraging word. This is... This is so much needed, and it's going to be much, even more so as things go pear-shaped. Mm. What do you think? Yeah, sometimes it's just the simple things that make a difference, Shake, in what you're saying. Yeah, the um, it doesn't have to be that you have to do something extraordinary, but uh, just to change the energy in the room or an encounter with someone, you could, yeah, as you said, just smile or say, oh, you know, it's a nice shirt. It's just a good reminder to um, just the simple things can make a big difference. Yeah, yeah. And I think as Sufis, you actually have, I'm going to have to use a, a sense that you can sometimes taste what's in a room when there's people around and that Sometimes that taste is sour. Sometimes it's bitter or salty. Sometimes it's sweet. 
And if you can do something to help make things sweet or sweeter, that's great. That's better. We This world needs our honey, as it were. Mm. It needs sweetness. There's enough fear that we pass on to each other. Uh, like I was speaking with Rukaya before, the news is based on create creating fear and panic. It can't sell unless you feel disturbed. Mm. Oh my God, there's fires in Hawaii. Well, what can you do about it? Well, we can pray. What else? <laughs> there's nothing. So we pray. I I I sent a, a, a message to one of the people I know in Hawaii. We said, are you okay? And she sent back, yeah, we're fine. We're on Oahu and everything's, you know, we, we're, it's horrible what's happening. But, you know, checking in with people, you can do that. And you can give support and positivity. You know? And the, the beauty of it all is that, our emotions are contagious. So if you're spreading love and peace and happiness throughout the world, it's going to catch on, inshallah. That's right. And, if you know, the old saying, what goes around comes around, is true mm-hmm. physically. I mean, thermodynamics, you know, uh, no energy is created or destroyed. And um, what you put it, basically what you put into motion comes back to you. So be conscious of that. So that's all I got for today. Mm-hmm. But that's good. You, you got the concept of active worship. Daily worship is that little bit uh, and knowing that in your heart, you're doing your best. Assalamu alaikum, Marids, seekers, curious, and interested listeners. We appreciate you and are happy to share our Sufi message. Your donation will help support our Sufi center in Sydney, where we do zikr, sobat, spiritual counseling, and healing services. We believe the message should be free, but it costs equipment rental, services, software, and hardware to get this to you. So thank you for choosing our podcast among all the millions available. If you go to our website, ansarisufiorder.org, you will be able to donate through PayPal whatever you think this information is worth to you. Blessings and love, the Australian Ansari Sufi Order.